0: Everybody listens, but it's not for everybody because it's not, not for the masses. masses. Not for the masses podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what's the up, dinner up? table. Mm-hmm. It's your boy, Tevin. Let's hope. Gerald. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Brian. Theodore here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Brian, tell us what this is we're drinking. This is what we want to call it. You made
1: it. I know. Um, this straw is defective. <laughs> i'm just getting a lot of air and not a lot of drink lot. well that's good uh,
2: pace yourself do I no do no that? no no
1: no i don't need a straw to do that for me hmm? okay don't you hate when that happens though
2: like you order this lemonade from chick-fil-a you get it and then you like push the straw onto the
3: cup oh, and then you're like, i mean that's but you, break the, but yeah. you yeah. break the straw you yeah. straw. Yeah. 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 yeah these, these straws were already broken i didn't have to i didn't have to
1: jam anything the straw was broken out of the box um because
2: confession i really don't like the lemonade
1: brian Tell us what this drink is. It's delicious.
2: It is delicious. Ah. We'll call it that. Delicious. Red Delicious.
1: Red Delicious. Red Delicious. It is Red All right. Delicious. So, so cheers to cheers Red Delicious. Cheers to Red Delicious.
4: Yay, yeah. yeah, Red
1: Delicious. It is Delicious.
0: So about how long would you guys say we
1: have been friends? I don't know. Um, Shit. So I got in the area about 2010. So, I mean we were
4: just talking about this the 2010 how i moved into to my place in 2010 yeah so it's definitely. been less than
1: 10 years i think definitely around my retirement which was 14. okay i think we all kind of found our way uh to yeah. each other
2: i was at your retirement yeah
1: i was not i was not yeah. I, was.
2: I was we look so young in that picture including you oh.
1: <laughs> and i still do
2: yeah you, you <laughs> well you, know, <laughs> you look good uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 Aged <laughs> gracefully. I think that's yeah. the way they say Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. But not that. a fall from grace. Because <gasps> listen, <laughs> oh, this, oh, this oh, is oh, not oh, a nasty no, week. Nope. No, no, no. no. Let's not talk about
1: that. <laughs> we won't. At a certain we won't. point, we must. But, we will not. Okay. You haven't seen it yet? Love you, right. Tyler. That's why. Perry. Well, your head's fitting like a wig tonight. <laughs> Good, but no. Huh? No? Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you playing a character, Theodore, in this get up that you have? Right now, no. You look like somebody from like. Fruitvale Station. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that I mean, movie.
1: Have really yeah. yeah. you not yeah. seen the movie? I haven't seen it. Could um, have been that. Okay, yeah. it's great. But I, I always it's, those movies always kind of. When kinda, Ryan
3: Coogler got on the scene, yeah, yeah I
1: love really the good. idea it's of the really, movie. Really I think watching it and the reality of what you know many of us face as African Americans in this country really just kind of troubles me to see maybe even depicted in that way. Okay. So I have to just be in the right frame of mind to to take it in. Yeah. So I am gonna watch it at some point. It's I really I
2: appreciate big. movies like that though, because it gets us back in the right headspace. I think I think we so often forget, yeah. yeah, and then we become lost. Our youth become lost because they have this false sense of security, and huh. I think those movies like that kind of pull them back and say, "Hey, guess what? You know, slavery was just yesterday, in you know, in the scheme of things." What is this headspace
3: we speak of? Right.
2: The the youth that the youth get in. It's, it's that sense of entitlement and, and sense of just automatic freedom. I think the youth get into a uh, uh, understanding that I'm equal to, you know, the white and 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 we we are. But the problem is that you know they don't. The majority some don't consider us as equals. And I, and I I'm fearful that the youth won't understand. The youth of today. Um, Don't learn enough history to understand and to be fearful, to be honest, when when you get pulled over by the cops, you know. It's not a joking, laughing matter. Fearful mean, or aware? Awa- like aware? Aware. I mean, aware aware
1: yeah, because yeah. I think, I mean, I, I think there's a level of fear associated with those those things. But, I mean, I as a father, I wouldn't want my kids to be
4: paranoid. paranoid. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah but, but I want them to be aware of the fact that those things exist in our society and that how, how people perceive them, even though they might not see themselves that way.
0: Gerald, have you had that conversation with the boys yet?
1: Um, We haven't had the cop pullover discussion because they aren't driving yet, Um, and I'm trying to, I mean, part of me as a father wants them to enjoy as much of their childhood as they can before we involve them in these adult themes, and yeah, it's like they have the rest of their lives to deal with that, and so I think strategically just trying to prepare them for a world that doesn't necessarily see them the way that I do or the way they see themselves and to balance that with you know, their current experience. So you know, at a certain point, I'm sure we will address it.
3: I don't really think the movie was about that. I think we talk about it this way because <laughs> the relationship that the African-American community has with police nowadays are, it's like forefront. So it's like top of mind um, and it skews negatively, but I don't really think that that's what that movie was about. For me, it was really about his relationship with his family. With his family. Um, his girlfriend, uh, his daughter. You know, he was trying to get his life right. we gonna do this thing. We're gonna be a family. I'm gonna, you know, call my mama, you know, tell I love her. Like, it's about, you know, me as a black person trying to rid myself of the stigma of being this person that was once incarcerated who now can do, uh, who can't get their stuff together. Um, And it just so happens that he gets um, swept into this brouhaha um, and it ends tragically. I don't think that it was intent of the, you know, officer going out and be like, oh, I'm gonna shoot me a darkie today.
4: I don't think that any of these officers are waking up saying I'm going to shoot or kill or choke or any of these people per se right it kind of just happens and I think all of that family stuff him getting out of jail him trying to get his life together I think that all was kind of like the build up to kind of show like this is a human and now this human is gone and so we you know definitely would be more in his corner either way but it it definitely is a we out here being murdered yeah slaughtered
2: Tevin you wear um holsters yeah Right, and they hold your cell phone, and, and you know when we're out together. To be quite honest, sometimes I'm I am aware, you know that that the wrong individual could could assume that that's something other than what it is. Yeah, um, and then but it also gives me a sense of, of a, a type of fear, you know, that huh. the wrong cop because you've been questioned by some cops about it, you know, yeah, and that maybe one cop won't ask a question you know it may yeah. it may feel like you know they want to do something else cuz they feel like you have something else on you that you don't
0: yeah so i i think about that often especially when i first got these hosters um, the few times that i have been approached by law enforcement one was a, an actual police officer and the other one was a secret service agent when i was walking down past by the white house and they were both very professional moments that i had with these law enforcement people um but at the same time, I don't want to get in a state of fear that I can't fully express myself. I can't wear things to express myself. I can't, you know, I never want to get to a place where I feel like I can't do something because society has deemed my color and my race as a threat. And now I'm, you know, in this state of fear of everything that I do and wear. There are some things that, you can't
2: escape. Right. And so y- you can't escape the color of your skin. And I think, you know, as young black men and black women and people of color, um, we try to do better to, to outrun that stigma. Right. But to, to some invi- individuals, the stigma is the color of your skin. So you can't. We can't outrun that. We can't. You know, it, it's a part of who we are. So we just have to be aware that some there there are some people who don't have your best interest at heart, sure. and and we have to be. that. Yeah, some of those that. people uh, are, are in colorful. your own community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is that is very true.
4: But yeah. now when we talk about the holsters, though, like Tevin is already a young black male, and then he's choosing to wear these holsters. So no, I don't want him to go around being fearful. I want him to express himself, but. This is also he has to be in that mindset of somebody might approach me and the next two might not be as professional. Mm -hmm. So how what is your reaction going to be to the situation? Just simply, you know it. It's all yeah, well, of that, too. Well, I but I think that's the danger,
1: is what is what is a a, a correct response to keep you alive? Because you could think you're making perfect sense in your mind, right. you know, and it could be, like, based on the cop's experience and the context. Like, all of these things that they're taking into account that you have no idea. Right, right. Right? And so, by simply expressing yourself in a way, you know, um, could really be the end of your life.
0: There is... I don't think there's a right answer to to this situation. We can try our best to remain calm and speak professionally and calmly and kindly and try our best to communicate, you know, that one, we're not dangerous and we're not uh, a, right. a threat, you know. But at the end of the day, something can still happen even if I did not wear the holster. It can be something as simple as a cell phone, and right. we've seen how mm-hmm. that turns out. So I just try to, you know, really just stay prayed up, stay positive. You know, these situations that have happened, you know, with other people, it's it's unfortunate. You know, and I, I just have to thank God that it hasn't happened to me and pray to God that it doesn't. Do you guys believe in friends with benefits? And if so, how far do the benefits go?
4: When you say do we believe, meaning... Do we? Do you participate in it?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I'm in a whole marriage with benefits. Yes, you are. And oh, I so, be in a I mean, so my wife is technically my friend, and she was she's the only friend.
0: You said mar- you're in a marriage with
4: benefits. Is that
1: like an no? That's open not like thing? a plus thing. No, let okay. me be very okay. clear. That
4: would be like Monique, and he <laughs> don't like her.
1: I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> so I'm what we're not I like you, what we're not
0: gonna do right here. is right here. keep throwing shade at Monique. Well, everyone. but we love
4: her. And she's still welcome to this table. Love you, Monique. Mm, sit right beside.
1: I'm a, I'm gonna take a pass on that. But, no, I I don't. You know, it's, I, I've been out of the game for a very long time, so I can't speak to this subject. Uh, so when I was younger, I
2: believed in friends with benefits. I mean, we had, but as I got older, I did learn and understand that. Everyone that you have an interaction with.
3: Right. Are they your friend or are you just sleeping with them? Like, no, I'm well, just sleeping with it, you. Well, but they, yeah, but,
2: but I'm saying but that that person really becomes a part of you. You know, like, yeah, yeah. and so. Soul ties. That doesn't make
3: them a friend though. Come on, soul
1: ties, Hope. <laughs> I mean, Wait. <laughs> well, he like, asked if, if you believe your friends with would yeah, like,
0: we well, well, see, there are some people who um, say, oh, we can't have sex uh, until I get to know you a little bit. And so then the relationship becomes you sexual. Really become
3: friends, though, just because like you're growing to know someone? you become
0: associates
3: you, who right. just kind of know a little bit but, about you right. But, but there the are still moment. some. Because you don't let them into the... I think friendships are very, are a lot more intimate than we make them out to be. Um, and I don't have to know you as deep as I would a friend um, to have sex with you. Like, I don't need to know your mama's name. I don't need to meet her. I don't need to know if you have siblings. Like, if you want to share all of that, great.
4: Um, Don't even need to know their
2: birthday, huh? Bruh. But if you're friends oh, okay. prior to, then because that's kind of what I consider friends. benefits. Yeah. Like if yeah. you were already friends, and then you just happen to be hanging out one night on the couch and you're watching Dracula uh, on Netflix, okay. and then one person gets scared and they
4: Dracula. jump, they jump in your lap and, and they never come out of your lap.
1: I think it's really it's 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 very murky. I think <laughs> relationships, friendships, are already tricky, and I think to add like an element if you're not very clear about what your intentions are
2: but how do you make that clear how, how do you make it clear hi um
0: yeah this is just gonna be we're just gonna have sex is that <laughs> okay with you? Like? no <laughs> no but sometimes is, sometimes it's, just, it's just that just simple one. sometimes it's that simple but i have made um there have been moments where i have been really cool friends with somebody and it's gone to the next level i've seen it done to the point where when you establish a friendship and you decide to go to that sexual level, I've seen it work because you realize that you have that understanding with the other person that this is what it is. I enjoy this. I enjoy your company. I also enjoy, you know, I'll, I also enjoy you in the bedroom too. But at the end of the day, I don't want anything past that. I think it works.
1: I think that's very tricky. And it doesn't work for everybody. But this is what I'm saying though, even in your clarity, you still can't, you still can't say that I am not going to feel this after that you don't know you can you can have good intentions on the onset like this is just really going to be a physical thing that's it but there are so many things at work that you have no control yeah. over
0: yeah but i mean there are so many people who can literally just get it in and move on you put a mental block up yeah. I, mean, that, you, I mean that's how you
2: that's how you that for 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 me, it's a mental block, is that you say, this is what this is, and then you put this mental block on, and then you pre- your mind, you try to make your mind stronger than your heart, and then you um, try to prevent those feelings. Sometimes they may still happen. Your like body himself. has memory
1: muscle, I believe. Right. Like
4: it, it can get hard right. trying to navigate <laughs> Difficult. That, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> difficult. <laughs> extremely difficult. Extremely hard. <laughs> trying to navigate uh, those relationships. <sighs> And then at a certain point, you just kind of grow out of it. You just kind of determine what you are willing to, I guess, involve yourself in. Uh It works for some people though, but then at the end of the day, as you are growing older, is this really what you truly want? And you really have to kind of question yourself and be honest with yourself.
2: There's levels to this thing. So what do you call the, the different levels of friendship? Because like, I have a lot of friends, right? I have associates, mm. right, which is outside of friends. So associates I have friends. I have, you know, uh, brother sisterships, uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. So I th- like there are there to me there are different almost like a bullseye, so bullseye. right. Mm-hmm. There are different circles. Mm-hmm. There's a hierarchy to it. And There's it is a hierarchy there. to it, mm-hmm. and where you place people, like so. What do you? Because just because we say, we call them friends, that may that may be that may be my most outer circle, you know, in my in my mind. Like what's
1: your? I I think for me, honestly, the level of friendship is as as a family guy. When I invite you into my home and into the world of my children, then to me, you're beyond just a friend. Like there's a there's a kinship there because it's not like we share blood, but we 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 share values. Yeah,
3: friendships are a relationship, and we don't really look at them that way. But they are. There's a lot that is invested in a true friendship.
0: Yes, and we have to work to nurture and keep these friendships strong people i don't think people realize that like there has there has to be work to to, to put in reaching out and you know caring for people and being there for someone like there's work to these relationships to keep them strong
4: i was having this conversation about friends about probably a year ago in a bar and it kind of came up about friends that you have and sometimes you really want to hold your friends accountable. But in some cases, you you know, there are some friends who are not willing to accept what you have to say to them. And some people kind of hold on to people they are calling their friends because they've just been around a long time and they kind of know their secrets. But when it really comes down to it, it's kind of like, are they really truly your friend? And are you willing to risk, I guess, getting new friends or adult friends? But sometimes right. it's hard. It's really hard to bring new people into your life. So you kind of just, yes, yeah, so you kind of hold on to those old ones. But in 2019, some people kind of showed me themselves and it, in in a way, it, it hurt. And if they ever listen to this podcast, I'm just going to say it, it hurt. Um, And especially because me, I'm always trying to understand people. I'm really sensitive to the situations. I'm trying yeah. to say, okay, why why are they acting this way? What is going on? Right, and when people right. don't take out that same type of, I guess, mm. um, time to really figure out what's happening maybe with me, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, are you really being a friend? Right, like, what are we doing?
1: That's know? why it's important to have continued conversations, right, and particularly with those folks that we do call friends because, you know, we all grow. We change, we evolve, and, and life changes us all in a way that we should just be, open to that okay well let me let me let me call gerald because that didn't feel good or that didn't like because and so i think just being able to have that kind of a dialogue with the people that you love and that you trust is important so that they can feel that they have an opportunity to speak to you because there's a certain lo- level of vulnerability there too it's like to allow people to speak into your life or to say hey you heard me right there like did you you know and then to own it's like oh my god like I I see what you're saying and and I guess I did or I did and to own it so that's my whole thing it's mm-hmm. like but yeah. we
3: should be um, open enough to be able to have conversations and right. disagreements and right. have that tension Um, that we share between us, but not be able to uh, have it deteriorate the level of trust or openness or love that we share. Yeah, mature conversations.
1: Yeah, but I think the dialogue that follows that is key, right? Because trying to not necessarily have people agree with us, but to have a level of understanding. So I might not agree with what you're saying but i want to understand from your perspective how you got to that point
4: mm-hmm. point. and a lot of this for me just kind of boils down to like maturity growth maturity mm-hmm. emotional maturity um emotional growth and so for me right now really in 2020 I, I i don't have time for the foolery i just don't and especially my personal time now i teach so I have to be around kids, right? So there's a certain level of understanding that I'm, I'm giving them. It's like, ah, and even with some adults, it's kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna yeah. say this little bit, and then I'm gonna walk away because you, we're not even engaged. Yeah,
0: and then you got those people who are so uh, immature to the point where they can't, they can't uh, deal with those type of conversations when you are addressing certain issues that come up. You know, they don't know how to handle the conversation. They don't know how to handle the truth. And so it really sucks when you're trying to be as clear as possible and you're trying to be as calm as possible and some people just can't receive it. So it goes back to that level of maturity that people have and those people you just have to say deuces, you know,
3: you could be over there. I might see you over there or Or maybe not. not. Or not. (laughs) Or not. Or not. (laughs) But I think we do that um, as we grow um, because I don't really want to say age. Uh, because there are some people that mm. are very mature for their age. So they as we grow, stuck. because our energy resources aren't um, like ever exhaustive. You know what I mean? Like they're finite. And so I know what I'm willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. I know what I um, am willing to allow in my space um, Into to keep me sane, for lack of a better phrase. Um, and so, then there are those moments where I'm going to be very selective in who I allow. So, as I grow, uh, if you want to stay where you are, that's fine, hon. But um, you stay here. And um, if I ever want I'll to backtrack, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know? yeah.
0: with that growth, you know, your
3: level of toleration
0: changes. Like, hey, I like that word. This type of stuff, I can't deal with no more. And I'm not going to deal with it.
4: Mm-hmm. But you, like exactly. your family when that oh yeah gosh, y'all toxic body. yes man, that's
0: hard man family it's hard man hard to separate from Listen, okay that well you have hard. no peace right because the biggest thing that I'm experiencing with um, within my family and certain friends is just boundaries and boundaries has become a huge a huge yeah. word in my life I mean I love you from afar but I can't do you if if you jeopardize my peace yeah.
3: but I think that's one of the things that um differentiate. An adult relationship okay. um, the discussion or the introduction of boundaries
1: i've I've always said that if there was someone in my life, if it were my mother, if it were my sister, uh, my wife, whoever it is that causes me a certain level of chaos and they're not willing to deal with that or to change that I could I could navigate my life in such a way that I would not in, i could I could not include them I'm gonna at a certain point, I'm not gonna keep letting you treat me this way. And as if I don't have any options, I have lots of options. And you not being an option is one of them. I got options, Come on, bitch. Options.
4: Right. <laughs> Come on options. Options, right. options <laughs> with an F.
0: So, at what point do you move past your point of reconciliation or past the point of conversation to the point where you have to cut someone off uh, completely? And what does that look like? Do you actually have that conversation, or, or do you just fall back?
3: Sometimes it is just that. It's um because that depending on how you are reconciling um for me I do enjoy having conversations with people um or just trying to reach out mm-hmm. uh you know if you're willing to have a discussion then let's discuss yeah uh and then let's carry it from there see how we do you know what the vibe is let's check each other out uh if you're not willing to discuss and it's just like Right, delete. Yeah, and then we and move, then we move on about our lives. Right.
4: But then sometimes I also I don't want to fully cut you off in this in the sense of, bam, we're done because I allow this space for forgiveness and I I'm, I almost allow for you yes. to later on mature. So even if it takes you six months and you finally decide, let me reflect on this, mm-hmm. or I pull back from you and now you're missing that hope essence. Like you're like, wait, okay. I'm missing okay. yeah, yeah, that essence of hope, and I'm <laughs> you know, and it it it's hard but i mean i got a lot of friends so i'm 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 good i was in a small group and uh my best friend was in the group as well and we were reading a book and one of the activities was to go to people and give them permission to check you right mm-hmm. give them permission to really say hey this is what's going on this is what you need to change and even for a friend it was like man i had never done this before like really at that point establish hey friend this is how we're going to operate and it felt good and it's like hey friend i want you to be able to, to correct me i want you to be able to to help me grow and just as long as you're coming at me in in, in love then we can do this and it's been working and you'll still might feel some type of way like mm, <laughs> bish right. but you know the you know the permission that you gave right so now you just have to to take it from there and it's just that. like yeah you receive it and and things are cool i mean people are always growing it's it's a but
2: I also feel mm. like as, as friends that you have to take the person for who they are, right? And so, y- w- help me understand that. If if you're considering that person a friend, mm-hmm. then you accept them for who they truly are, right? And so, wh- whoever that is, when you met them and they have not changed, right, that that you don't within your friendship try to change someone. You ex- you accept them for the friend that you that you met. You know it's okay to help a friend grow, right? But but you have to. But I I feel that you accept them for where they who
4: they are. You so know? now for me, if I met you at seventeen and here we are <laughs> years old, I'm sorry. Why haven't you exactly. you you evolved? Because everyone and I hate now. I hate when people say you can't change them. Well, change is like one of yeah, the I only constant change things, right? Like change happens. So why aren't you? doing something and i really i just can't sit around people i'm that person who's going to encourage my friends let's grow we're growing together i'm growing and i want you to go ahead and grow too because there's some places i want to be able to take you Uh and if you haven't gotten to that point well i can't take you if i can't take you here there and everywhere then i don't know what this friendship is anymore and not that i want to I, i i want you to change but again when we first become friends with these people what boundaries are we setting what expectations are we setting and, and typically we're not we setting don't. anything right. we're just like we about to go to the club and exactly. then i've been hanging with janet since 99 Man. right and here we are yeah,
0: but i don't think we establish immediate boundaries with people when you first meet people i think for quite a bit of time you're trying to figure out who these people are to you and so i don't i don't i don't think i've ever I don't think I've had the boundary conversation until there was a problem that was presented. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you did this, so I don't really work like that, operate like that, so can we figure out how to, how this can work? Can we move forward? Can we not do this? Or this is a part of you, then we're just going to have to separate. So I don't think anyone goes into meeting someone and say, hey, oh, or you're great, gotta hang around. This is what I do, this is what I don't do. Can you deal with that? Okay, we can't be friends.
4: But I mean, in some cases, why waste your time, right? And, I, and I'm and i only saying this now, like as I really think about it, like, hey, so, hey, this is how I plan on getting down. This is the place I'm willing to go. This is what I'm not willing to do. You cool with that? I go, I go to church a lot, okay? <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I also I also do some other things now. That that friend, (laughs) that friend
0: should know you, but
2: but, but we're
4: talking about a new new friend. We're talking about a
0: new friend meeting someone for the first time. And you
4: got something that you keep from some friends. That's true. Hmm. That's true.
2: That's very true. So you're right. Someone first meeting you, they have to get to know you and all those Hmm. other things. But as they get to know you, they know that these, these are, these kind of are your boundaries. Like me, I don't do disrespect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to respect you. But then the moment you disrespect me, then I have to check you. Right. That's my space and so and so and so and so no i i had a friend you know from high school on and and we spent a whole lot of time together and stuff like that and then you know we ended up falling out over some you know beyonce tickets Mm -hmm. i asked the um friend hey you know hey you can deposit the money into this account or whatever because i had purchased them right and then uh that person was like very very upset the fact for me asking for the money, mm-hmm. upset to the fact that they disrespected me, and so see we can have a disagreement, we can have a discussion, but when you when you f- cross that line of disrespect, blatant disrespect, ex- blatant disrespect, then then yes I have to check you, you to check right? Your ass. So then so then you know as a friend I would think that you know me well enough over over these many years or whatever. You know me well enough to know what my pet peeves are, what my
3: boundaries are, and what I will and will not tolerate. So, do we have different requirements for other people that aren't African American? I think there is difference to an interracial friendship, but like
1: I need some good white friends.
3: I mean, I think we
1: all do. Mm-hmm. What should I need them for? No, I mean, for me, just, just, I think, I think perspective, and I'm not saying that, you know, just experience, perspective, like, those yeah. kinds of things, just, so, Hope, do you disagree with that statement, or how do you? I was know? just
4: simply asking what y'all think y'all gonna get from them.
1: Oh. That's, uh, that's it. I wanted to know that. I think, a per, yeah. What the perspective, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but
4: no, share more. I need more still. Like, what perspective, like, like, right now in 2020, what, what, how are they enlightening your mind outside of Google, like, hey, this is why we really think this way about why we let our cats in the kitchen to crawl through our food. Like, I just need more (laughs) on what this Caucasian person is going to do right now for me.
0: It could be something as simple as music. Like, when I got to college, there were many artists that I didn't know about until shit. I got around some white folks, you know, and vice versa. It just happens that, you know, we were able to sit down and have conversations and dialogue about our lifestyles and their culture and my culture. Um, and you know, it turns out, you know, they learn a lot from us, you know, and
4: like we the kings and queens out in this mug right now. In their perspective right now, I'm like, yo. Like literally everything that we basically doing, most of the things they've stolen from us, they put their own little spin on it. So I'm really, really searching hard right now.
2: Friendships are symbiotic in a way. Come on. Um, to where unpack that for me. Yeah, we have some Yeah one one part is going to benefit um, off the other. The other one's not harmed from that benefit per se, but you benefit kind of off of each other. we
4: talking about the Caucasian friends right now? No, I'm just saying friends in general. And, I no, and
2: people have friends for different reasons, right? And mm-hmm. so sometimes you have a work friend, right? And then you have that symbiotic relationship with the work friend to where, you know, they're your friend because you're trying to benefit right? So sometimes, you know, uh, we may h- hang around or have a, a, let's call it what it is. We have a white friend at work, you know, who who, Sarah. Who, might n- Sharon. who, who, who might not even know more than you, but may have the right contacts because they're white. And so you become their friend. So that way you meet those contacts. So, so, so you, but you pick up that benefit from that, from that friend.
4: So are they your friend then? Are they just like this close associate?
2: Friendship, associateship, you know, kinship, brothership, sistership, that is all operationally defined by the person.
0: When you meet someone, I'm sorry, when I meet someone, my first thought is not what can you do for me? It's just about getting to know you. Can we even be friends just by the conversation? And then um, as the relationship goes on, hopefully, then you start to, to say, okay, this person, okay, I'm able to confide in this person. I don't necessarily hang out with this person. I know that this person is the type of person I can call. So I feel like actions is what determines what the relationship is. You, if, it, if it's going to be a brothership or a best friendship or well, a sexual relationship.
4: Actions and time. Actions
0: and time, yes. I love those friendships that you don't have to do much with. Low maintenance. Yeah, yeah, low. yeah, low maintenance. Like those friendships that you can go months and weeks without I talking. I second this. And then you call, and then that one day, and then you just pick up where you left off, and there's no explanation. There's no, right. why you didn't call me? And I have a lot of those friends, actually, um, especially those from college where, you know, right now we're all growing up, all in our late 20s Not getting taller. Oh, you Ooh, tried it 20s. Jesus. we're all grown up you know trying to figure out this thing called life and our our priorities have changed and so we're all right. just trying to you know we get it that we can't speak every day like we used to but you know we're just trying to make it and, and live our best life the best we can
1: i i would like to think that i'm a low maintenance friend right <laughs> And well, I don't know what, because uh, this, is, this is what's so interesting about wait, <laughs> right, That's what I'm saying. This is, this is this, and I'm about to, know. because I think it's very interesting, like how you perceive yourself in a friendship versus how people see you, right? So I'm thinking this entire time, and, and this is just based on how I respond to people. I, I'm not, I don't have to constantly be engaged. Like I literally don't have time to text all of my friends right. every day. First of all, I got a lot. I got a lot of stuff going on. So if 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 a requirement for me being your friend is that we text constantly or that we, th- I got a life going on, right? So you got to trust where you are in my life. So I'm very curious. Do you all think that I'm a high maintenance friend, or, or what?
3: I don't think you are. Thank high you. Maintenance. I think you are intense sometimes. And Sometimes I'm just like, jokes. man, then, listen. I'm intense. Okay. Yeah.
0: I got to move the hell away from Gerald sometimes because he gets into these hosting vibes and he turns into like this Miranda Priestly. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I don't even know who that is. Well, (laughs) and, you know, so I take it with a grain of salt just because I I get it and you, you love him. And, you know, and I know he wants to make everything perfect and make everything work. And so, boom, but.
2: I mean I I take you for what you are. Take me, Brian. And Bro. and so Brian. I do. I, I take Jamal for, for who he is and and a lot of times when you're in that hosting, you know, I kind of ignore you cuz I, I cuz I know when <laughs> I know what's going on. So
1: I yeah, I love like an elevated experience and when you guys come to the house like for me, it's like I'm really inviting you in to a very special place that not a lot of people come. And so I really want everything to be like perfect. And I understand what you all are saying. It doesn't need to be perfect. All we have to do is just be. And I get that, right? So Some days I am, a lot of people come. Huh?
4: Some days a lot of people come though, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. and I
0: think it's mostly when it's extra people around who are outside of our circle. And then your level of intensity intensifies.
3: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> But it's yeah, intensity exactly.
2: squared. I'm not one that's not, you know, I don't respond a lot to, you know, like the group me or WhatsApp or any type of like group chat groups a whole lot. But, you know, if I drop off, you know, like you reached out to mm-hmm. me like, hey, bro, you know, you know, what's going on and stuff. That's what it means. Like, it can't be, that's why we, you all can't be low maintenance friends, but possibly like mid-grade, mid-maintenance. Okay, mid. because, oh, mid-maintenance. Because right. there's a, you know, there's a requirement I feel like because we are co-located and we live in the same area that we do check on each other
1: but we interact with each other more than more than more than most I think we you know it's always some occasion where we're together doing something yeah
0: and and I feel like I feel like we've already built that foundation yeah um and that's where you know you said how do you get to that place where you can go certain amount of time without talking and and to be okay. It's just like you, you just build a, a healthy, strong foundation yeah. from the beginning. But you are definitely not that person in my life that I can't or would want to go months without speaking to. Like we aren't there. Right, right. How do you, how does he get there with No me? no 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 I don't think it's it's the destination. Right, right, right. You we're not reaching you for know. that place. Yeah, we're not reaching for that. It's just it just happens naturally. <laughs> how do you think you can be a better friend?
1: I think I can be a better friend by being the best version of myself. Authentically. Right.
3: I need to be willing to have those conversations and let people be who they are, uh, vulnerable, be open and vulnerable, and not expect or put expectations on them. Yeah. Brian, how can you be a better friend?
2: Uh, Can definitely be um – uh, more, more vocal. I think um, uh, communication is is you know key in friendships, and um, and sometimes I think friends get into a space where um, they're kind of acting like they're friends, you know, and then they and and there's but wait, no. Real wait, 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 Talk them. about that. Brian, some more. What word. do you mean yeah, by acting? Let us know what that looks like. Unpack that. I mean. Open your open open your phone. It's almost like it's right there. You have these group messages and stuff where people are acting like they're friends, but they're like really a family. But they really don't like you <laughs> know um, one or two of the people. You know, <laughs> oh my God. um, that's what's, you know what's happening. That's what's real. So fakeness. Fakeness. So like so communicate right. So if something offends you, something's not right. If it's not working out have that have that conversation courageous well, conversations well, mm-hmm. courageous conversations and i and i think that that you know speaks to me you know instead of just having a face value uh you know friendship you know
0: letterhead friendship that you actually you know have a thesis so so you are you are saying that you you can be a better friend by being more vocal yes And have those courageous conversations. conversations. I think
2: that's important. And it's really how we can be better friends. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a communal thing. How how can we be better friends to each other?
1: All right, so we're at that part of the show where we talk about the stuff that we don't like so much. We like to title this segment "You're a Jerk." to the owner, the manager, the CEO of The Giant around the corner who decided to close for renovation not knowing that I needed zebra snack cakes and cool ranch Doritos for tonight. You're you're a jerk. jerk.
3: To the person or persons, who tried to get me for my coin, but thanks to me, thank you didn't. You're a, a jerk. jerk to the mechanic who
0: did something other than just an oil change, and now shit just ain't right on the car. You're a, a jerk. jerk
2: to the lady who tried to go straight in the turning lane and hit me, and then lied about it to her insurance company, bitch.
4: You're, You're a, a jerk. jerk to these flexible straws, like every I, third I, one I, wants to actually work for somebody. Right. You're, You're a, a jerk. jerk, like they
1: listen, I, because <laughs> we these about straws, paper straws. But so? no, we're not. We talking about these plastic defective straws that we get week after week in this place. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy my own. Straw. In this
4: place, yes, do yeah. that. Okay, and bring more liquor too. Bring more
2: liquor. Thanks for joining us on Not for the Masses. Subscribe, like, and make sure you share on all your social networks. Till next time, you are excused from the dinner table. Hey.